0: stopping by to listen to Northern Ag Network On Demand. We've enjoyed being able to provide these programs on more platforms, and appreciate you taking the time to listen. This report is brought to you by Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, who would like to remind hunters that respecting private landowners and the access they provide is more important than ever. Positive relationships between hunters and landowners impacts all recreationists. It's up to us. Respect access. Protect the hunt. Now time for the report. Good morning, everybody. Coulter Brown here from the Northern Ag Network with our morning market report. USDA says to expect bigger crops and lower prices over the next year. In their Ag Outlook form on Thursday, the agency said corn acres will increase almost three percent to ninety-one million this year, and with a record yield projected, we could be looking at the second largest crop ever. Soybean acres were forecast steady with last year, but better moisture conditions are expected to boost production 5%. USDA said that would bring the average farm gate price on corn down $1.10 to $5.60 a bushel and soybeans down $1.40 to 12.90. Of the three main crops, though, wheat acreage is projected to increase the most, forecast 14% higher. At 49.5 million acres, it'd be the highest total wheat acre since 2016. Yields are forecast to increase 6%, exports up 10%, and ending stocks 7% higher. The average price for new crop wheat was forecast down 50 cents from the current year at eight fifty dollars a bushel. Well, the waters of the U.S. fight has kicked up a notch, with 24 state attorneys general filing suit against the EPA. Montana Attorney General Austin Knutson told me that even though they expect a positive Supreme Court ruling on WOTUS here in 2023, they filed the suit to prevent the rule that he calls vague and unclear from being implemented next month. We've asked for a preliminary injunction. The rule is set to go into effect on March 20th. So, I mean, just, you know, a little less than a month from now. And that's pretty staggering. You know, it's getting on irrigation season. It's getting on construction season here in Montana. That's why we've pushed so hard for a preliminary injunction here. And we're going to keep fighting this along with our 23 other colleagues. And we're going to keep standing up for Montana farmers and ranchers. You're listening to the Northern Ag Network. Farmers and ranchers work hard, no matter the season. So BNSF never stops working for Montana's farmers and ranchers. Each winter, we face high winds and drifting snow. BNSF takes extra precaution to ensure freight is delivered safely to destination. We prepare for every storm with equipment, positioning, people, and resource coverage. A heartfelt thank you to our crews who work tirelessly and relentlessly to move Montana's high-quality products, no matter the season. This is BNSF. Join Pine Cooley Bulls as they sell 160 bowls at the Wagon Box Ranch in Hardin, Montana, Monday, March 13th. Offering sons out of Coleman Resolve, Pine Cooley Drifter, SAV Resource, Coleman Bravo, and many more industry-leading sires. Large sire groups and affordable, proven genetics and volume. That's the Pine Cooley Bowl Sale, 12 p.m., Monday, March 13th at the Wagon Box Ranch in Hardin, Montana. Catalog and video at pinecooleybulls.com. Bid live online with DV Auction. The Montana Department of Agriculture has announced the recipients of the Growth Through Agriculture grants. 23 ag businesses from Libby to Circle will receive a combined total of almost $900,000. Governor Greg Gianforte said that by investing in innovative, value-added ag projects, we can help Montana producers keep pace with a transforming agricultural industry and capture more of the tremendous value they create. The approved projects include things like egg production, chickpea flour processing, weed management, direct meat sales, and more. Well, we're getting close to wrapping up National FFA Week. Some of our affiliate stations like KBOZ and Bozeman are holding FFA Day today. They'll be at Danhoff Chevy in Amsterdam doing interviews with FFA and ag supporters and enjoying food from Fetus Family Meats. The Montana FFA Association has been encouraging current members and alumni to share their FFA stories on social media this week. Today, they're asking you to post your favorite picture in official dress. Montana FFA President Brighton Lane from Huntley Project said it's been really fun to see the engagement with FFA Week. It's so amazing to see people in our state and nationwide post about National FFA Week, and it truly shows the outreach of this organization and how many people it affects, and it is just so amazing to see, and we're so excited for it. Stick with us. We'll be back with your livestock markets after this. The landscape of media has changed, and people are more skeptical than ever about where they get their news and information. While major news outlets show decreasing credibility, your local farm radio station still shows strong marks. In a recent survey, farmers rated information from their farm broadcasters as almost twice as reliable as major news outlets. Farm radio continues to be transparent, honest, and trustworthy. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. The cattle market pushed higher yet again on Thursday. Feeders saw the biggest gains up triple digits to their highest levels since September thanks to lower corn prices. March feeders up a dollar twenty five at one eighty nine twenty two. April a buck ninety two higher at one hundred ninety-three sixty seven. The gains in live cattle were more modest, but actually scoring contract highs again. April live cattle up 25 cents at 165.32, June 17 higher at 161.27. This afternoon's cattle on feed report is expected to be supportive to the market, with total inventory estimated down 4% from last year, placements expected to be 3% lower, and marketing's up 4. Cash-fed cattle trade volumes have been lighter this week, but prices higher were up another $1 to $2 with live sales from 160 to 164 and dress trade from 258 to 260 Feeder Steers in Torrington sold $3 to $7 higher this week as winter weather did make for a smaller sale. Five-weight steers from $233 to $242, six to six-and-a-half weights 219 to 227 Upper six weight steers from 203 to 211 and seven to seven and a half weights 194 to 202. Cold weather didn't slow down the way up cow prices at pays in billings up eight to ten dollars with most of the cows from 88 to 96 with a top at a dollar. And let's talk about a few bull sales from the last week here. At the Bulls of the Big Sky sale, 196 Simitol and Sim Angus bulls averaged 47.82. And yesterday at the Van Dyke Angus sale, 138 older bulls averaged 62.19, up 12% from last year. The projections from USDA of larger crops this year seem to weigh heavily on the futures, winter wheat catching the brunt of the pressure as USDA forecasts supplies to increase and now winter wheat has fallen over 40 cents in just the past 2 days with the March KC contract down 14 cents yesterday at 861, May at 856 down 13. Spring wheat seeing quite a bit less pressure, March down 4 and a quarter at 910, May spring wheat at 905 down 3 and a quarter. March Chicago wheat up two cents at $7.38, May a penny better at $7.51. March corn down 13 cents at $6.61, and soybeans for March off five and a quarter at $15.34. And wrapping up with our cash grain prices from across the region 12 Pro winter rate now ranging from $8.10 to $8.65. Durham from $8.25 up to $9. And 14 Pro dark northern spring wheat from $8.45 to $8.80. From the Northern Ag Network, I'm Coulter Brown.